This is the Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast, where it's not what you do, but how you do it. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs brought to you by entrepreneurs. We have been building a multi-million dollar healthcare business for over 10 years, and we have weaved together some of the best information for the people that are doing the best work in the business. This includes Dr. Martini, who is a master in human behavior, to Vern Harnish, who has created the methodologies of scaling up that has scaled many, many of the best businesses that we all know of. We want you to not only have a business that you love, but also a life that you love. Welcome back to another episode. We are actually on part three in relation to the five dysfunctions that can be happening in your organization. So we talked all about lack of trust, fear of conflict, and how those are two of the foundational issues that can then lead to lack of commitment. And what we mean by this is lack of commitment on behalf of your team. So when you have individuals that are not necessarily bringing their constructive feedback to the table because they do not feel that, they don't feel comfortable doing that uh, because there's a lack of vulnerability in your organization, then you're going to have a lot of issues with their full buy-in when it comes to different projects, initiatives, new product launches, marketing campaigns, so on and so forth. And it's really, they don't have buy-in, they usually don't have clarity, uh, they don't know how to prioritize, and really I think what comes down to it is just their heart's not in it, and they feel frustrated that they don't have the ability to voice why maybe the expectation of a a product or a launch is not realistic. And sometimes, I mean, they're not even aware of their issues. Explain. So... As a as a business owner, as an executive, as the CEO, it's it comes back to selling. You know, I had this conversation um, with a gentleman, no, a female this morning, uh, and I was like, you have to understand is the most important sell that you do to yourself or that you do every day is to yourself because it's the buy-in of what you do, why you do it, and we're literally trying to be marketed and sold to by a million different aspects of people, companies, media, whatnot. I go, it's competition. I go, so you have to compete against all these other platforms to be able to sell to you, to yourself. And that's the most important first aspect of, of kind of life is if you're not bought in, then somebody else is going to sell to you. And really what that comes down to is that if you sell to yourself, you're pretty much taking the time to connect why you're doing something and when we're inspired by it when we're actually really have a lot of drive and energy then what we're doing is a high productive action it's really important to us but if we don't have that buy-in if we don't have that commitment it's only because we don't see how it's really going to benefit us as an individual and that comes down to looking at what's most important to us is that it's just a low productive value and if we do things that are, you know, on a hierarchy of what's most important to least important to us, if we take action on something that's lower important to us, we're not going to give it our all. Our commitment's going to be shit. So it's really the executive, the CEO, to be able to have that trickle down effect that at first has to start with you. You know, if there's people in your company that's not buying in, you have to look at yourself and be like, where am I not bought in? 
Yeah. And to be able to look at that and evaluate that through a deep lens to get clarity, work through it, sell it to yourself 100% so that you can give that energy. I agree with you. And I, I think that the two previous modules that we did or podcasts that we did also is reflective of this idea of being committed to yourself and your vision. Because if you truly are committed to yourself and, and the vision and the mission of your company, you're willing to have the hard conversations. You're willing to have the feedback, good or bad. And you know, you're willing to do whatever you need to do to get your business to the next level. And it's I think it's important for people to hear that uh, because I think that we we put a lot of focus on external things of, oh, well, if we rebrand, then that will be great. If we have this killer marketing campaign, this will be great. If we hire the PR company, this will be great. And we need to stop looking outside from the outside. We need to start looking inward because chances are if you were to take the mindset of what can I do to create more buy-in with my team, that would actually create an astronomically better client experience or like product experience. Um, and if you were to also be in the mindset of what would we have to do if we never got a new client again and we just had to keep the clients that we have, you know, what would that look like? So the buy-in and the commitment, it, it's on so many levels uh, from everything from being committed to your your mission, being committed to yourself and what do you need to do from a self-care perspective, from a learning perspective, from a leadership perspective in order to also fulfill the things you want to fulfill. Yes. I'm really looking at human behavior and everything external is just a reflection of thyself. And when you look at a business, it's really a reflection of the the primary owner, the primary CEO, the executive team. It's really just a reflection of them. So the biggest issues that we have as a team, as a company, when it comes to buy-in, when it comes to commitment, we always have to first look within. And it's like, okay, where is looking at the executive team going through, where are we not committed to different aspects of the business? You know, looking at the values, looking at the mission, looking at the purpose, looking, going deep within the vision, you know, where are we not committed? Where's the breaks? And we need to work on that as an executive team together, because if, if we always think that we need to fix down and not from above, we're going to be in one hell of a cycle of pain and it's not going to be fun, but it's going to be necessary to pretty much go through enough pain until we can wake up and realize that everything starts with us. And that's so important. And it took us a while to figure that out. But as soon as we did, holy shit, our business just went from literally zero to 100. Well, it reminds me of a story uh, really reiterating the idea that it all comes back to us. And this is why there's a lot of business coaches out there that are doing mindset work. You know, we think mindset is important, but there's there's deeper layers to that is getting clear on your core value, your personal core values, getting clear on your mission, like the impact that you want to make. How does that trickle into your business? And how does that then create the core values of your business and so on and so forth? So when it comes to mindset, this is not about just doing positive affirmations or creating a vision board. 
there's a lot of layers and we all have programming if we want to admit it or not we all have programming that has created some obstacles as to why we might not be meeting certain goals or reaching you know certain benchmarks but one other thing uh, that I'm thinking about is I just remember saying it on repeat and saying, I just can't believe people would act like that. I just can't believe people would act like that. Like, I just can't believe that they would do that. And I had this this reoccurring theme. And I remember you specifically called me out about it. And you're like, I'm sorry. And I know this is going to sound brutal, but it's not them. It's you. you I, know, was, I wasn't sorry. true (laughs) but and I remember of course wanting to like punch you in the face at the time but this is the dynamic of the relationship but I I just you know I sat with it and I marinated on it and I'm like okay you know where where is the kink in the chain because he can't be too far off considering it keeps coming up and it were it was things that I was not willing to address or acknowledge in myself. But the secondary piece to that was we had no clue what the hell we stood for. And we had no idea about this idea of core values that we learned from scaling up. And we really had we didn't have a foundation. So we didn't say certain things like we didn't provide feedback. We didn't do disciplinary or write ups. Because I know for me personally, I kept questioning myself and saying, well, you know, what are the grounds that I'm really mad about? Or what's the grounds of really writing this person up? Because, you know, maybe it's something that I didn't say or something that I didn't train or, you know, and can I really say something to this person about their behavior? Like, is this emotional? And I remember like all of the thoughts flowing through my mind. And when we finally figured out the core values of the company, it's just anytime something was violated, that was when I would have that statement of, I can't believe they would act that way. Because our values always came back to doing what's best and always going above and beyond for the client. So it could be something so silly of, they didn't call the client back or they didn't send, you know, the the follow-up paperwork or whatever it was. It can seem so small, but it was a complete violation of the things that were so important in the business. So you have to figure out your core values so that you're able to negate those triggers and frustrations as the CEO and the leader, but you also create a completely different level of boundaries, but also commitment. Because what's going to happen when you get clear on those values is you are going to have individuals that are like, nope, not into it. I'm not going to, I'm not into being held to that standard. And you will have people that depart. And then you're going to have people that step up and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I have this clarity now. And now I know kind of the rules of the game in this business. And honestly, like that's what creates a tribe. And tribes work together for a common goal, for a common purpose, for a common mission. And that's the beauty of everything you were just saying about values is values is the foundation of the commitment. And if you can link an employee's values to the values of the business so that each one serves each other, there's commitment. And the goal is to honestly have someone that works for you work for themselves. And when their values, what's most important to your employees is connected to the business, 
100% in both directions, that the business is also connected and serving the employee, then when they come in every single day and they just work for themselves, they're 100% serving the business. So we know that when there's a break, a disconnect of the values, that there's that unfair exchange. And that's a simple, simple discussion to be able to have with somebody is that, hey, you 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 violated the most fundamental aspect of our business what's most important to the business its highest values mm -hmm. so it's an easy black and white conversation and you can go through and see be able to as a leader to be able to see the blind spots for the person help them see and connect to how what's most important to them actually is connected to serving the business and when you can do that then you bring them back to being committed again if you're not able to do that then it's say thank you for your time, you're going to be better serving yourself in another business, another job or whatever it may be. And you've said this a few times now about the employee serving themselves and, you know, what's important to them also should be important to, you know, the role. And I feel that back in the day, I would have been like, I don't care. Like they're in my employee, like they have to do their job. And I think that some entrepreneurs that are listening might have that immediate response. Ignorance. But, <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, it's, you have to understand people are people and people want to feel that they're making an impact, but they're living their life with purpose. So you should not be triggered or ignorant to that idea that the only reason someone came to work for you is so that they could feel that they're making an impact or they feel that they are, you know, being able to live more in alignment with with purpose, whatever that purpose is. So you you do have to understand, of course, there are companies that people work there for a paycheck and their health benefits. Um, ideally, the individuals listening to this are not in that frame of mind. Um, that you're really, truly trying to create a company that makes an impact on the world by really creating leaders and making an impact on the employees that, that work for you. Um, so can, I, I, can I add on to that? Yeah, sure. So the, the reason, there's a couple of reasons why this is so important. And it's because foundationally, every single person, we make decisions based on seeing more benefits than drawbacks. Nobody ever makes a decision of seeing yep, this is going to suck more than it's going to like, it just doesn't happen. So like later on, when we look back, we could say, oh, now I have more information. I would have made a different decision. But in the moment, everybody always makes a decision based on seeing more benefits. And that is more benefits to themselves because we are all selfish and we are the most important person in our life. Understanding that when people come to work for you, they're working for you to serve themselves. And it's your job to be able to help them serve themselves in a way that's serving you. It's kind of like Zig Ziglar. You can have whatever you want in life just as long as you help as enough enough people serve themselves. I think I slaughtered whatever that you know, <laughs> quote was, but it was something along those lines. Smart guy. <laughs> so it's really about creating time and getting crystal clear on the hierarchy of the values of the business as well as putting love into your employees because that love is showing them that you care enough about them to take the time to figure out what's most important to them. You love the business enough to be able to take the time to care about your employees because they're what actually drives you money. They're, they're what literally you're the idea, you're the vision. They're the workers that make everything happen. So if you don't care enough 
for and they're accountable to that yep so if you don't care enough to be able to connect the two then you're not going to have a sustainable business yeah you can have high growth really really quick but if you don't care and times get rough guess what your employees are not going to go above and beyond and that was one of the beautiful things that we saw during the pandemic is that because we put the tlc in for the business and for our employees that people went above and beyond to be able to serve the business because they cared so much about it most businesses crumbled because they didn't have that that connection with literally a tribe and it well, was it's going back to exactly what we're talking about if you don't have that buy-in you don't have the trust you don't have the vulnerability in your company guess what everybody did they went on unemployment and they're like oh yeah well mm, i don't feel safe coming back and was it really about that it's like no they're like i don't want to go back to work i don't even like work and you could sit at home and make almost just as much money. I think you actually could make more. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, that was very, very evident in a lot of businesses. How many, you know, people were just, they were short staffed because they were like, no, everybody's out on unemployment, even though we are open and, and running. So, you know, and what I mentioned about the accountability piece is that everything that you just said is, you know, people giving their all is they're not only just giving their all, but they're they're accountable to what they're responsible for and they're happy to be accountable. They're not avoiding their accountability of, oh, well, you know, I didn't get it done because of this. And, oh, well, you know, it's actually this department's fault as to why this didn't happen. So if you have individuals that aren't committed, then they're cutting corners. They're they're not doing their job. They're probably taking extra long lunch breaks. They're coming in late, leaving early. And that that really comes down to your bottom line because now they are not accountable for what actually needs to happen to move the company forward. And that's actually the next principle we're going to dive into is you know, if you don't have these other three principles that are strong, you're going to now have an avoidance of, of accountability. And um, this is really going to create so many issues that not really just translate into your culture, but this translates to your bottom line from a cash perspective. I'm excited about it. <laughs> all right. So tune in to the next one. We're going to talk all about avoidance of accountability and how that can trickle into the bottom line. You've reached the end of another episode of the Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast. Connect with us at integrativegrowthinstitute.com. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode. If you love today's episode of Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you.